And I did kind of give away a little bit who this was by saying that he was a star in the New South Wales team that broke the drought and broke the Queensland eight in a row streak. It is, of course, Trent Hodkinson. He joins us on the line now. Thanks for coming, Trent. G'day, guys. How are you? Yeah, very well, Trent. I, I, I did give away... Uh, a bit too too much of a clue there. We've had a bunch of uh, bunch of our listeners text in and guess guess your name straight away. It's just quickly off the, straight off the top. Is that the highlight of your your playing career? That try for New South Wales, the show and go uh, that that broke the the drought for New South Wales. Yeah, look, um, it, it'd have to be uh, it'd have to be up there. Other than my debut um, was was obviously really um, you know emotional in a in a great achievement, but yeah, the New South Wales to represent your state, you know, the highest level, some may say, and, you know, to get it done the way we did as a team and myself to cross over, it was definitely a highlight, mate. I was, I was very proud. You made your debut uh, for Manly. Uh, how did that come yeah. about? How did you end up at Manly? Yeah, look, I, um, I was a Parramatta junior, so I played my, you know, my mats, my SG ball, my flag, 20s all through the para system. And then, um, you know, it come to a stage where I was on the tools and I wanted to go to footy full time and, um, Manly offered that. You know, I had the likes of James Maloney, um, Tim Smith. He had that outstanding rookie year at Para. Um, Brett Finch was there as well. So it was loaded with the halves at the time and had an opportunity for Crusher Cleal. He, he took me over to meet Desi and Desi looked me up and down and said, oh, yeah, we'll work with him. He'll do. So I um, I jumped over to Manly from there and yeah, spent spent a couple of years with the Eagles. Man, you scored a try and it would, you debuted against Parramatta. So how was that? Yeah, I did, mate. It was a uh, it was a funny funny way to come about it. Um, I remember Desi saying during the week because I was coming off uh, as 18th man. Um, I was named as 18th man, and um, he said, you know, don't tell a soul, tell your mum and dad, obviously, but no one else. And then I get a message from Timmy Manor saying, I hear a whisper you're playing this week, mate. And you know, it was a bit of banter because we played juniors together and and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was just funny how it worked out. I, I debuted and. Um, First touch, I got over the trial line. I'm thinking, how easy is this? And you know, I didn't score a try for a long time after that. So, um, yeah, it was um, it was just funny how it all worked out. How do you look back at your time at Manly? Are you, are you fond of, do you, actually, here's another left to field one. Who do you identify yep. as now, post career? Do you identify as a Bulldogs player or a Manly player? You also played for the Knights and a, a stint at Cronulla. Yep. Do, do you yep. identify as as one or the other? Oh, look, if I, I get this question all the time, like who do I sort of support or who's, you know, but I'd have to say the Bulldogs is, is yeah, home. There it is. Most of my, yeah, there it is. I'd be happy with that one, bud. Um, I spent most of my time at, um, at the Dogs and we had, you know, played probably my best footy there and had most success playing in grand finals and, um, and origin. So I'd have to say Doggies would be home for me and, and Manly would be a close second. When you moved across from Manly to the Bulldogs, uh, were there any big differences between the, the club setups, the the staff, the admin? Um, what what was that like? Yeah, look at the time when I was at Manly. There um, was still well, they still train out in Arabian, but the, the facilities back then were, you know, we'd probably get changed in our car and, and move on to the next uh, session. Whereas now they got the their um, the centre of excellence there at Brookie. But um, went over to the Dogs and and they had you know. A, I don't want to say more professional setup, but it was just it was just a bit more set up in a way that um, you know a footy team should be. But um, you know it was the staff the staff was obviously different coming from Desi. He was quite an intense coach at the time, and then um, going over to Kev Moore, he was he was more of a relaxed style uh, coach, and um, he sort of 
wasn't as structured and let you play your footy a little bit more. But funnily enough, Desi, uh, I like to say this, Desi followed me over. He couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't handle it without me. So, um, yeah, I only escaped him for a year and then uh, he came over to the dogs and it was funny. The boys were asking what he was like and I said, well, you're going to soon find out on his preseason. So I'm not going to say a word. And they they certainly found out uh, quick smart that, you know, he, um, he leaves no stone unturned and he's quite the intense coach. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I would like to Desi because I spent most of my career under him and obviously being a half and him being a half, I uh, I learned a lot from him. So he was great for me. Trent, you spoke about your time at the Dogs, 92 games, uh, the 2014 grand final. Uh, obviously fond memories uh, of the, your time at, at Belmore. Yeah, I, you know, it was. you look back and I always I have a chat to, you know, my ex-teammates and stuff now and, and people that ask, you know, we had we had such a... Um, such a good core core group there, and you know the likes of your Pritchard, your James Graham, your Mickey Annises, your Mice Boys, um, Joshy Reynolds, you know um, Eastwoods and Cassianos, and we had such a good good core uh, group there that realistically we would have liked to at least out of the two grand finals win one of them, but um, you know it wasn't to be. There was a little period there where we 12 and 14 we made it, and um, unfortunately we didn't go on, and, and uh, the better team won on the day, I suppose, but. Um, I um I have some great memories at the at the Bulldogs and a lot of people that I've met over the years and as I said before I still call that home and uh, you know I, I never wanted to leave but uh, at the end of the day it's a business and I understood that that was um, that's what needed to happen for them to to move forward and they had a young younger guys coming through and um, I had to find myself another home but uh, it is what it is. You you mentioned Josh Reynolds there he was like the the Robin to your Batman there for. A good part of your career, you teamed up with him in that that New South Wales side that broke the drought. Are you happy for him to see him back at the Dogs to finish his career? Yeah, I am, mate. I am. He um he deserves to finish off where it all started. You know, I've uh, been in close contact with him overseas, and um, you know when he went to the Tigers, and again he didn't really want to leave. But it's a, it's a business decision for for clubs these days. That's how you got to take it. Um, but it's good to see him, you know, do the full circle and. And back where he belongs, you know, he's a local boy, a Belmore boy there, and I'm I'm so glad he's back. And you know, it was a different approach to him. He was a bit nervous when I was speaking to him going in it because it, it felt as though he had to prove himself again, which which definitely isn't a bad thing. Um, but you know, he just had to be himself and show how much the club meant to him. Um, and I just told him, you know, you got, it'll, it, you'll pick yourself, you know. And I'm, I'm so glad and so proud of him that he's he's come back and he's worked hard and he's made the squad. And um, yeah, it's definitely. Um, going to be great for the younger players there to see, you know, the experience and the passion that he has for the club uh, moving forward. Trent, you had a stellar uh, NRL career, over 170 games of first grade. How did you find transition from uh, NRL into normal life, into civilian life, and what are you doing with yourself now? Yeah, look, I um, had some 70-odd games, you know, I had a couple of seasons here where I, I spent some time on the sidelines due to injury and stuff, but uh, at the end of the day, I had to had to hang up the boots due to injury. So, you know, I didn't really question myself. I couldn't question myself whether I retired early or not. It was the decision was kind of made for me in that way, and the, you know, the body sort of failed in the end. And um, I had seven months off originally. I had had my first uh, first child, um, who is almost three now, and um, he sort of kept me busy. I was I was able to be home with with my wife for you know the first three or four months of of his life and. Um, and then I, I went back and, and started working and doing what I did before footy when I was 17, 18, 19 and, and jumped on the tools and, um, yeah, just finished off what I needed to there. And 
um, you know, I got got a got a side gig with the with the Cattlemen's Beer mm. with with the Morris Boys, and you know that's um, that's a lot of work in itself, and we all work full time, so it's a, it's a tricky juggle. We've all got young families, so it keeps definitely keeps us busy. And you know, we've just had our um our second child now, a little girl, three weeks ago. So um, yeah, back to those um those sleepless nights, but it's all fun. It's um I wouldn't change it. Which one do you like best of the Morrises? Name names. Name names. Name him. Say, <laughs> name. Just say Jay. Jay. Yeah, well, I was closer with Jay because we were roomies. We were roomies, so I'm going to have to say Jay because if I don't, then he'll uh, he'll give me a gobble. So he will. Uh, he's the biggest. No, he's the biggest sook to Jay. Yeah, he's the biggest sook to Jay. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, Jay and I go. Yeah, we were roomies for a long time there at the dogs. So um, yeah, we looked after each other. That's for sure. And on the Cattleman's golf trip, who's the best golfer? Oh, I'd have to say myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, that wouldn't be hard because I have played both. I've played golf with both of them, and they're hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. For two and blokes Jay, that spend was... hours and hours and hours playing golf and or at Drummond Golf yep. at Penrith. I know yep. why they get sent a truckload of golf balls. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Jay Moore's played. He said he played pop the other week off 36 and he got 51 points. Now, that sort of burger, I don't know what he <laughs> So his handicap's come well and surely down after that and we'll see how he goes when he's playing, playing at his handicap. Looking ahead to this afternoon's match uh, between Manly and the Bulldogs, Trent, uh, how do you see that playing out and what do you predict for the two teams for, the, for this season ahead? Yeah, look, I'm interested to see, especially for the dogs, um, you know, their new combinations and acquisitions of you know, Kikau Mahoney, um, working along the line uh, with, with Burton. Um, you know, they they really need to... I think today they need they really need to win the ruck speed. I think um, they need to dominate that middle. When we had most success back there at the dogs, it was, it was you know, relying on our middles to, to win that ruck and get us on the front foot, so... You know, and on the flip side, I'm keen for them to see uh, to respond, you know, defensively to their new coach. He was a big success at Penrith, and um, he was a defensive coach out there. And um, you know, they're hard to score tries against. So I'm looking forward to that. On the flip side, with Manly, um, you know, they've got a lot of younger guys that are coming through. They looked really good in the preseason. Uh, you got Turbo there, who's, who's massive, and combination combinations with Cherry and. Um, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be uh, the top of the tip sheet for the Bulldogs, so they need to shut him down. And um, I think their combinations might might be okay. It's going to be a tight one, especially at um, at Four Pines today. Um, I think last year their their two games were one by one point. So I'm going to predict a tight one again, and it could go down to the wire, and a field goal could win it again. Oof, that'd be good to see. Uh, tip for the year: Who, who's uh, who's the team to beat? I think um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know push for the Roosters to get to to play well and be up there at the end of the year. Um, I still can't write off the Storm. You never can write off the Storm, especially after the other night they um, against Para. They did really well. Um, Penrith, you know, off a loss last night. I think they'll bounce back, but I think Kikau and definitely Kyle is a massive boss for them. So they're going to have to you know work uh, work really hard in those lost positions, but. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put one out there. I'll have to say I'll have to say the roosters. Good stuff. All right, Trent. Okay. Well, we'll be putting our feet up, enjoying a cattleman's this afternoon to watch the uh, the Bulldogs manly game. Uh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the game. Thanks for joining us. You're one of my idols at the Bulldogs uh, coming through the ranks there. So uh, it's a privilege to interview you here on the Mowers Club. Oh.
No, I appreciate it, guys. And likewise, mate, I used to love watching you in the pool, mate. So um, take <laughs> oh, it easy. Oh, listen to this. And, uh, I was going to go yeah. down to Gray's Point Cellars and get myself a catamins. I'll just, no, oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Come on, come on, come on. It's all, it's all love. Oh, there he is, Trent Hopkinson. All right, guys. Cheers. Enjoy the other.